Another round of Democratic national debates, which, how could you be excited about that? Coming up on The Right Wing Vegan. Welcome back to The Right Wing Vegan. I'm Scott. And I'm Kelly. And we are back. We took a week off. We had some stuff to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did it. And now we're back. We are here. We're here. So, um, welcome. Thanks for listening. Thank you. You know, we don't spend enough time thanking you, our listeners. Mm -hmm. So, thank you. Yes, thank you so much. There you go. For subscribing, for listening, for participating, for doing whatever it is that you do. Even if you just have us on in the background and you aren't even really paying attention to what we're saying. Thanks. Thanks for enjoying the docile tones of our voices (laughs) while you do whatever it is that you do. Yes. So, we don't, you know, um, uh, the debates are tonight again. This is like... Round 58. Oh my gosh. This is round three, right? Yeah. Is this round three? Technically, it's round three. And they've narrowed it down to ten. Ten! And Tulsi Gabbard is not included, even though she did have two polls. Uh, Yeah. Whatever. You know what? Conflicting information. Conflicting. They changed the rules to keep her out because, God forbid, she go after Kamala Harris again. You know, God forbid. So, uh, the best case scenario in the world would be her running as an independent, wouldn't it? Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, it would be. What do we have to do to make that happen? I don't know. I don't either, but I really want it to. I, like, so want it to. You know, and I'd say give money to her, but don't give your money to Trump. Don't give your money to her. Give your money to Trump. Trump needs your money. He needs all the money. Because if he doesn't have all the money... How's he going to, you know, he needs to fight. We need to do everything we can to make sure we keep these idiots out of office, right? So give Trump your money. Don't give any Democrat your money. Don't don't even think about it. Um, all right, so we're going to do something interesting on the show today. We're going to do, so in the spirit of the debates tonight, and I don't know what network they're on do you do you know no nope, oh wait <laughs> i do i actually do know what network they're on cnn no they're on abc tonight oh um they're on abc you still have a lot of former clinton people doing it you've got um oh it's also on univision oh and uh which is a spanish channel yeah so you'll have one of those spanish guys moderating dubbing. i'm sure he'll be moderate I'm sure he'll be a moderate up there asking yeah the democrats questions he won't be biased or anything no not at all yeah sure okay whatever so anyways another just another it's three hours tonight what i can think of about four billion things you could be doing instead of watching that tonight for three hours yeah i can think of like 10 things just right away yeah uh thursday night football is also on tonight they'll be going head to head uh, yeah, I think, gee, I wonder which one will i think the football will win this which one which one will win the ratings war there you know, what's funny is, is that this is actually on ABC, though, so maybe it will draw more. Mm-hmm. This is on a network, and yeah, uh, the but... NFL is on the NFL network, which I had to get a free trial for another cable streaming service to watch. Yeah. Because they took the NFL network off of what is now being dubbed AT&T TV now. That's a mouthful. It's stupid. Yeah, like, why did they take away my DirecTV now? I, we're grandfathered in to, yeah. like, our tier, which is the only reason why we haven't canceled yet. 
Yeah, but we got a really good deal on the it. The only reason we moved up to that tier was so that I could get the NFL Network. And now it's like I want them to reduce the price to what it was before they had the NFL Network. But... I just... I am mad that they took that away from me. I really only need it for three weeks. And then I think Amazon Prime plays all of the Thursday night games. Oh, that's good. So I really only need it for three weeks. But needless to say, I'll be watching football tonight. I will not be watching the Boar Fest that is a three-hour, let's open the borders, give everything away for free, and then just have the government take over everything fest that'll be going on tonight. I don't need to hear uh, Trump bashing for three hours. I really don't. I really just don't need it in my life, all that negativity. So I have plenty of reasons in my life to roll my eyes. I really don't need to watch that tonight to have another one. So I'm not. Um, We're going to be watching clips, though. So we'll know, like, what went down tonight. Mm -hmm. So that over the weekend, when we do the weekend update, we can talk about... The debates. What went down. Yeah. So we'll know. We'll be aware. Okay? But like most people listening to this, we are not wasting our times on that crap tonight. We've got better things to do. No, especially not on a work night. No, this, these, yes. And I assume that's because most of their constituents don't have jobs. Probably true. I'm assuming that's why they feel like, oh, we could do it at 8 p.m. on a Thursday because for three hours. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, like why people not? have to get up at 5 it's not a.m. Like, it's not like the people that vote for us have to get up at 5 a.m. You know, they don't have to do that. So we'll, we'll go ahead. We're going to do it. It's going to be funny. I mean, at, at the very least, it's going to be funny. Yeah. These people are going to look ridiculous like they always do you think any of them are gonna go like i know they'll all go after biden again because that's just what happened last time but do you think like elizabeth warren and bernie are finally gonna like split like they're finally gonna start going after each other you think that'll happen tonight uh i feel like something has to start happening yeah i agree something i agree that something needs to happen yeah whether it's the two of them splitting up whether it's poor old joe being attacked left right and center again you know something's gonna happen you think joe biden will stay awake the entire three hours i think that's the the real i think we will see a minimum of three yawns from joe biden i think he'll mess up you think his eye will fill with blood again you think his brain will just slowly start to die again and and i see i didn't even what in what reference did his eye swell or start turning red it was during that 15 million hour climate change crap that cnn had on okay yeah yeah i still can't believe they're doing another one of those Another of the climate change. It's things? not climate change this time. Oh, it's LGBTQ. It's is it kind of like a round table? No, it's like they each of them get an hour. I think I didn't watch the climate change crap cool. because I'm not going to waste my time with that. But it was it's like each of them got an hour, and like the stupid that we talked about it on the last episode we did. But like, I think we talked about it, didn't we? Talk about it about what the climate change summit. No, our last one was our weight loss journey. Oh, we never talked about the climate change. No, summit? we were going to, and then we got busy last week, oh, and we didn't. Oh my god! So we missed talking okay, about the, so climate, the change. climate change summit. Was seven hours, and I it was like they were up there taking questions from people in the audience, and the people in the audience are asking these asinine questions, just fools watching fools. Okay, like just. Foolish people asking foolish questions to even more foolish people Mm -hmm. and getting foolish responses. Well, yeah. And so, like, one person asked about, like, population control, and Bernie Sanders was, like, 
yeah, definitely. Like, we need to control the population, you know. And he, he was out there promoting abortion because, of course, they love they love abortion. They love killing things. We don't need to go into it. But um, there were other just really stupid questions. I mean, just just I, Andrew Yang said he wanted to take everybody's car away. Like, just a bunch of just the most ridiculous things. I can't imagine. I Like, if I'm a political advisor, I, I how in the world do I think that – what these people are saying is is like people get on Trump all the time about the things he tweets. Yeah. But this stuff that these these candidates are out there spouting off is just as stupid. Yeah, it it's is. It's literally it's just as stupid. But at the same time, you have advisors and you have consti- constituents. Oh, I struggle with that word. Who are thinking and feeling the same things that they are. So it's not like there's some sane person on their staff that's saying, "Hey, uh, Bernie." You might not want to talk about population control because they all think the same way he does. Have you ever met someone in your real life who is as concerned about climate change as these politicians? No. I don't think I have either. If I have, they certainly don't talk about it. Yeah. Have you ever met someone who is as concerned about the border as these people? Like, not concerned at all? Like... As like, do you, have you ever met someone who supports open borders in your real life? One. You've met one person. One. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. Do I know this person? You do. This person is also a Bernie supporter. Oh, can I debate this person? Good luck. Oh, I'll shut him up real quick. <laughs> There's no way they can support that. We'll just schedule a debate. So my question to anybody who supports open borders is how do you have a country when you don't have defined borders? What is a country then? My, my question is what is your definition of a country if you have no defined borders? What is it? it it's, it's not a country. Well, what is it then? Basically, it's like a state line where you can just cross right over. Like, I could drive to uh, Indiana, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't know at what point other than seeing a single sign on the highway that I was now in Indiana. That's what it would mean to just drive from Texas to Mexico. But it's not. I know. They would just put a sign, Welcome to the United States of America, where everything is free. Well, you'd know if you were in Mexico. Well, you would. Yeah, if you're a white person and you cross the border, you'll know you're in Mexico when the cartel drives up to your car and puts guns to you and then tries to ransom you to your family. No, I know, but what I'm saying is if there was no border, that's what it would be like. It'd be just like crossing state lines. You literally could could just drive. But even that's a border. It's not a secured border, though. No, but it's still a defined border. The, the, The... you know when you cross from okay, so there is a sign that the a single hangs sign, up. and that's what I'm saying. Like if you if you didn't build a border wall and there weren't any, and if crossing into the United States was legal and everyone could just come and go as they please, all they're gonna do is literally just hang a sign that says "Welcome to the United States." Well, how do you have laws then? That's the problem. You don't. You don't have laws because if coming to another country is not illegal. There aren't laws. Like, if that act alone is legal, it's just giving way for all other illegal activity to become legal. Huh. You know? It's just like, okay, so this isn't illegal. Let's just uh, make everything else legal. No, I just don't understand the argument that... Okay, so let me ask you this then. What do you do about 
um, like overcrowding and things like that. Well, then you pick up the point of Bernie Sanders and you start limiting the size of your population so that more immigrants can come into the United States. So you mandate a law that says, hey, you natural born U.S. citizen, you can only have one child, but we're going to allow this Mexican family who has eight kids and their grandma and grandpa and all their cousins and relatives to just come on in, but you can only have one kid. I feel like that's what's happening. I don't know how any of this works. So it doesn't. in my mind, I'm just like, when you tell me this and you're saying this, and I agree that this is like what the other person would say, it's hard for me to even come up with a defense because it's so illogical that my mind instantly just goes to a place where I'm like, oh, nothing I say is going to convince you because you're so irrational that why are we aborting babies? We should abort you. Well, yeah, and it's like the whole... No, and I don't mean no, that. No, 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 I know. Yeah, that's but more of just like... that's the way, like, if you get into a debate with someone who has these feelings or these ideologies, it's hard to debate them because they're so out there that they're not even going to listen to reason. Well, because there's no logic or reason yeah, there that can isn't. go into that argument. Because it's all just made up things that don't make sense. That, that goes to like, so you have to be at like a real high level to argue that. Because in order for you to believe that there should be no open borders, okay? Or that, no, I'm sorry, to believe that there should be no borders. So we have no borders. People can come and go as they please. That's fine then you have to assume that country A is equal to country B. Which it's not. Okay? Because there's a reason that country B is in the shape that it's in. Yeah. If everyone from country B comes to country A, country A starts to look like country B. Oh, it and does. And then the two countries are equally as bad. Yeah, you have to make them comparative. Also, you you have to assume that country A and country B have the exact same laws. Because if not, then... You can't willy-nilly cross over. So also, okay, because our government is so much better than everybody else's, we offer a lot of programs to people who are poor. I guess my question then always goes back to, how do you afford those? Like, like I don't, I don't know if people just don't realize... They don't realize that everything has a dollar amount. Because they don't, they believe that we can just print more money. And you can't, because if you just print more money, then you're just raising. You're devaluing your currency. Yeah, and then you become Venezuela. Because I could have, if if you're devaluing your money, and I am given $5,000, and that $5,000 is in my hand, that $5,000 could be worth 100 You know, like you could just quickly devalue money like that. And then you are like country B. Well, I think when we start controlling the amount of kids you can have. Then you're China. So my question to the person that we know who believes the handmaiden's tale is coming true. Isn't that more like the handmaid's tale than abortion? Yeah. Yeah. It is. because controlling the amount of abortion? Like, I think we should go the other way. Like, they think that we need to control the population because of global warming, which is like ridiculous it's so ridiculous i can't even begin to argue that like there's science so democrats are funny because they want you to believe science when it's on their side but they want you not to believe it when it's not well and i also heard something 
on the news the other day, and I'm probably not remembering this correctly, but there was some really extreme, like, extreme high percentage, sorry, I can't talk, it was like 90 or 95 percent of the U.S. isn't even inhabited. It's farmland. Yeah. So it's like, if you're, if you're wanting to control the population, it's not like every single inch of the United States is packed to capacity with people. No, I mean, there are things you would have to do to that land to make it inhabitable. Yeah, I mean, and you could. I mean, you can't build houses on the mountains. I mean, you can't do that. Or in the middle of lakes and and all of that. But it's like, like just looking out the window, you have all this farmland. Yeah. That farmland is not inhabited by anybody. No, and I don't want it to be. Exactly. So to say that we have an issue with overcrowding is asinine. Like, have you ever driven to the middle of the Midwest? Well, here's what happens. So, we'll use San Francisco as a as an example, okay? So, San Francisco passes laws, okay? Like, we're going to decriminalize, panhandle, I don't know, I don't know, whatever. You know, we're going to make it, uh, de- we're going to decriminalize defecating in the street mm-hmm. if you're a homeless person. Yeah, sure. And we're going to offer, you know incentives and crutches and all that stuff mm-hmm. well of course then all of the homeless people are going to move to san francisco they're going to migrate to san francisco yeah because they're also going to get an influx of homeless people because of liberal policies driving up the cost of goods yeah and driving up the cost of living yeah. so high that people who make the 15 dollars minimum wage that they just passed either are jobless because the companies can't afford to pay them mm-hmm. Or, in, you know, the, the cost of living has gone up so much because you've raised the minimum wage that they can't afford to live even with $15 an hour. Yeah. So now you have all of these additional homeless people that you've created mm-hmm. because of the policies that you've passed. So now you have an influx of homeless people who want free stuff. So they move to San Francisco. Then you have an influx of people who are now homeless because of ridiculous policies that you've passed Yeah. to make people feel good. You decriminalize it because your jails are so full mm-hmm. because you have so many criminals, you know, because you now allow illegals to come in without vetting them and you allow whatever. Yeah. So you have all these criminals. So in order to control criminal justice, because you got to do that, right? You don't, arrest homeless people mm-hmm. so now you just have this situation where you're overrun now by people who are downtrodden because your policies have made them downtrodden yeah so then the same people who voted on these policies move to conservative states mm-hmm. because the tax rates are better the cost of living is lower the crime rate is lower but they bring with them their liberal ideas and mm-hmm. then they ruin that city yeah until they move to the next one to ruin that and the next one to ruin that. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's how I it mean, works. Because California right now has a very large homeless problem. And it's to the point now to where we are worried and concerned that a new plague is going to start. Like, like medically. Like a plague. Yeah, I believe it. And Because it's so filthy and disgusting that we're concerned that a plague is going to happen. So much so that the president has asked... These people, hey, let the federal government come in and take care of this. Yeah. Like, we have a plan. Let us come in and we'll, we'll start to try and help yeah, you take care you of this. Yeah, because you have, like, tent camps just on the street in front the, of businesses and, and I think stuff. the governor of California is not wanting to do that. No. But the mayor of San Francisco is like, yes, 
come in. We need it. Which would be a big win for Trump, by the way, if he could help fix ally, this problem. Yeah. Because he may be able to swing some of those California voters That's to true, him if yeah. he proves that he can do something about this. Yeah, that's true. But I, I think it's funny how it's like a, a weird, like, we went off on like a big tangent. But I just think it's funny how, like, I, I try and understand the circular logic of my opponents. I've always been this way. Because you have to understand what goes into their line of thought. In order to really debate them. Because if you don't understand your enemy, you can't, I don't want to say attack, but you can't. Well, I mean, it's also, it's hard to understand them because what they're seeing, like, like the whole thing with gentrification is that you see an area that you can exploit. So, uh, like, any area that's, like, has a drug problem or a homeless problem or lots of abandoned houses and then all of a sudden you move in you're like oh let's build these ex- these fancy expensive condos and apartments and all this stuff and then you're just pushing people to different places that can't afford to live there i would contend that at the end of the day it's all about exploitation it is you're exploit exploiting whoa i cannot talk today you're exploiting the people that need the help the most at the expense of what you want so that, you want a you nice just cool find liberalism yeah because that to me is the reality of the situation is that like they do a very good job of playing off of the emotions of people yeah because some people we've probably talked about this before but some people think emotionally and some people think logically yeah and it used to be that you could find logical arguments in people who didn't agree with you Mm -hmm. so you you i could have a civil conversation with somebody who didn't agree with me because I could express my opinion in a logical manner and they could express theirs in a logical manner and we could come to some sort of understanding of like, oh, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you would end your argument with, I don't agree with you, but you make sense. It's fine that you, you yeah. feel that way. And now it's not like that at all because we've we've played on the emotional part so much mm-hmm. that now it's all about emotion. Yeah. And and half the time you'll you'll try and understand because, you know, like I said, and if you're like me, you want to understand what other people think and feel because mm-hmm. you want to make sure you're right. Yeah. Like, I don't want to just feel, think something. Like, I want to know go, that it's justified. Yeah. Can I, you know, am I justified in, in my belief and my convictions? So I'm constantly, and I would, I, I would hope that everybody does this, I constantly challenge those convictions yeah. and those beliefs within myself. You know, I go, am I on the right side here? Am I, is this really what I feel? Is this really what I think? You know, do I still feel this way? Like, I constantly am doing that because I want to make sure that, like, I'm strongly founded in my, my beliefs. Yeah. So, I would hope that they do the same thing. But I nowadays, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think you're so emotionally invested in something that you, you start to create fantasy yeah. around it. And then you start to believe that fantasy as a reality because yeah. it really is ridiculous well you completely rid it of logic altogether right because this is what i feel this is what i believe this is how you know it's it's it's, it's your feelings because we've talked about this before but the handmaid's tale is absolutely ridiculous right like that that is never going to be no i mean the only way that that'll ever be the case is if you have someone like bernie sanders in office who's now starting population control uh, that's true then you're on a path to the handmaiden's tale but otherwise that's not gonna happen right like like they equate it to abortion and they think that's like they do like they somehow they somehow equate it to abortion mm-hmm. so like the reason why this person believes the handmaid's tale could happen 
is because they are afraid that they will lose the right to choose. Yeah. But I don't see how the two are correlated because we make this weird connection and the left does it on purpose because they, you know, it's like you want to sell your argument in the best light. So they don't call it abortion. They call it women's reproductive health. Yeah. And they somehow like tie the two together. Mm -hmm. Like you being able to murder your unborn child is the equivalent of your reproductive health. You, you're not healthy reproductively if you can't murder your unborn child. The two are, are correlated, right? Yeah. But then if you come out and you say what it really is, so like they call it reproductive health, which is fantasy. It's all fantasy, right? Mm -hmm. Planned Parenthood does not give a rip about your reproductive health. No. They want to kill your baby. That's mm -hmm. what they were founded on, is killing black babies. That's literally what they were founded on. The, the, the creator of Planned Parenthood created Planned Parenthood as a way to control minority populations. Hmm. That's, that's why. That. It was founded in pure racism. So that's what Planned Parenthood was created. Yeah. So they love abortion. They're all about abortion. They want to abort your baby so that they can sell your baby parts to, to whoever will buy them. Yeah. That's been proven. Study science. There's, there's been videos oh, that yeah, have yeah. proven that. Yeah. So... That to me is like way more. I lost my train of thought, but equating it to the handmaid's tale, yes. But that's like so Planned Parenthood, it's not reproductive health, mm -mm. it's abortion, right? Yeah. It's a vehicle to push abortion. But if you say that, if I come out and call it murder, okay, I'm all of a sudden a sexist, and I, I know this because I've had this, I've had a conversation about something similar it wasn't this it was actually about um it was about uh sexual um assault. assault yeah and i said it was back when kesha you, you i don't know if you guys remember this i'm jumping a little bit but kesha had like said that she was sexually sexually assaulted or harassed or something by like the record label she wanted out of a record deal and then all of a sudden now she was assaulted and I, I had made the comment at a lunch table I was sitting at that perhaps she's lying. Yeah. I didn't say she was. I just said, isn't it a possibility that she's making this up? Yeah. And you should have seen how offended everybody at the table got. It was literally like the most egregious thing I could have said. And it's like, but that's possible. All yeah. I'm doing is listing out a possibility and even the sheer mention of that possibility was like enough to set trigger everyone at the table and they all got up and they all left. And I remember just thinking to myself, what did I just say? Like, yeah, I literally just stated what could be fact. As a matter of fact, in the United States of America, that is fact because you are innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So in that moment, that was fact, but sexual assault, we don't treat it that way. We don't treat it innocent until proven guilty. No, it it's you're guilty it's until the, you're innocent. The minute some woman says that you touched her, you are guilty, buddy. There is no way you're getting out of it. It is what it is. Yeah, it's like the minute you're you're at work and some woman goes to HR and says, oh, this guy made me feel uncomfortable and he did this. Like, the first thing that they do is they fire the guy and then they do an Man, investigation. I, I feel like we went off on, like, 15 different tangents. But I know. We mostly, need to circle back to our debate We need to topic. circle back. But mostly that was just because I'm trying to, again, go in the circle of logic, right? And all I, all I can do when I try and go into this circle is just find my way out of it. I try so hard to find an exit but, ramp. But you really can't because it's like you think you're on an exit ramp, but then it just circles back well, around. I'm right again on an exit ramp. I'm right on an exit ramp to the other way because I just <laughs> I cannot even stay within that lane for 15 seconds. No, I, it's painful. I, it is so painful. So, anyways, 
Um, what I thought would be kind of a fun thing for us to do today is we're going to do 10 topics that you will not, 10 questions mm-hmm. that should be asked during tonight's debate, but absolutely will not be. Yep. So these are 10 topics that should be asked during the debates tonight that won't be. So we'll um, we'll start. Kelly, you can kick us off. Yeah, we'll just off. take turns reading these Yeah, here. we'll just we'll kick, it, kick us off. So our first question that the moderators should ask is, how will you pay for all of this? Yeah, and what that means is, um, you know, you're promising all of this stuff. Free. And any time that somebody asks, you always have some way of circling back to, Oh, I got a plan or, you know, whatever. That was Elizabeth Warren. I um, I have a plan and it's going to raise your taxes. Oh, no, I'm not going to raise your taxes. No, no. That's how she sounds in my mind. We're just going to take all the money from the 1%. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to go after the corporations. You know, all this nonsense, right? But it's all nonsense. You sound like Elmo. That's how she sounds in my head is like Elmo. Um, But all of that, she kind of looks like Elmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like a Muppet. A Muppet. She does. Anyways. Um, so that's, that's like the, the real question here is, look, you've all said all of these things, but the question is, how are you going to pay for it? And then when they try and come and they go, well, then you go, no, 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 no. Honestly, how are you going to pay for it? Like outline this. You have to have a plan for how you're going to pay for this. Yeah. You can't just say it's going to happen and make it happen. Yes. I can't just buy a million dollar house and then when the bank goes well how are you gonna pay for this i can't just go oh don't worry i got a plan it's all i got a plan yeah i'm not gonna no i can't tell you what's in that i've got a plan and then they're like well are you gonna get a raise at work no 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 no. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get a raise but i have a plan but i have a plan we're gonna pay for it what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna make the owner of my work they're gonna pay for it mm-hmm. and then they're like well how and i said like, just don't you don't need to worry about it they're gonna pay for it okay that's, we need equal equality. They're yeah. going to pay. I don't think you're getting that loan. So that's that's what would happen, right? It's the same thing. So that's question number one. And probably the biggest question is, honestly, how are you going to pay for all this? I don't think any of them would be able to answer that. No. I honestly don't. I don't either. You know? I know the answer to that. Exactly. They're going to tax the hell out of you. Yeah. You listening to this. That's how they're going to pay for it. Your, yeah. your income tax is going to go up to like 40%. That's how they're going to pay for it. So you're not going to be able to pay for anything, which means you're going to rely on the government for more. And then they get more power and more money. Anyways, uh, number two. Uh, so there's an incredible, we talked about it earlier in the podcast today, but there is a large, large problem of homelessness in California. Um, a lot of this is caused by policies that you are promising to pass uh, in the United States. Mm-hmm. My question is, how do you plan on solving the homeless problem in California? Well, we know that it doesn't involve President Trump. <laughs> well, no, they want to impeach him. Yeah, I know. So that, that's a very important question that we need to be asking. You know, that your your policies that you are you're talking about promoting have already been taken live in California. And it's not working. If the United States is production, California's test mm-hmm. and their test environment for liberal policies, they all start in California and then they they rise up. Like it's a, it's a, it, California has no illegal immigration. Immigrants are allowed there right now. Yep. We see how well that's working because California is an asshole. Yes. So it is. 
There's that. Okay, number three. Number three. Have you ever balanced a checkbook or worked a real job in your life? What an important question that none of them can say yes to. Yeah. Have you ever worked a real job? And no, being a politician is not a real job. Yeah, because that's all about your feelings and your thoughts and your beliefs. But have you ever clocked in and out of work? No. Worked in a work environment. No. Had someone in charge of you. No. Had he, to report to someone. Well, maybe have people report to you because well, but, government but you not report reporting to, you. to someone else. No. Uh, I even okay. So Elizabeth Warren was a professor. That's not a real job. No. Um, that is not a real job. I mean, no it's, a, it's could, a paying job, but it's not like it's not a real job. No, you just show up to teach a class. Yeah, you just show up and push your liberal policies on people. You yep. just indoctrinate kids. Yeah. That's all it is. You're a brainwasher. You might as well just do hypnotherapy or something it's the same thing you're just yeah. tricking people into believing that your crazy ideas are right yeah so anyways yeah have you ever balanced a checkbook that's the interesting thing i don't think these people have because they no. have no concept of money or cost or a budget or any of that yeah well that's obvious by the policies you convinced me that there isn't a damn politician in washington that's ever balanced a checkbook no they probably have accountants that take care of everything for them all right number four how much does a gallon of milk cost so why do we ask this question? Well, we can't answer this question. We can't because we don't drink milk. <laughs> but how, why do we ask this question? Because they don't know. They're because out of touch with the American people. Thank you. They, if you can't talk about how much a gallon of milk costs, we, we can't. But if yeah. you can't, if okay, forget a gallon of milk then and say like a Just box in, of any, rice. Just any form of milk. A gallon of gas. If you can't talk about how much that costs, you're out of touch with the United States of America. Yes. I can tell you this morning it was like two seventy five a gallon. That's right. Yes. So, number five. Um, what do you have against the family unit? Which they obviously do. Yeah, they don't think family units should exist. <laughs> no, they they try really hard to to attack the family unit because they know families support each other. Yeah. Families provide. Mm-hmm. You are. I forget what the number was, but it's ridiculous how less likely you are to be in poverty if you're married. Than if you're single. Oh, it was significantly less. Yeah, children have a less, a lower suicide rate if they're in traditional families versus mm-hmm. broken families. Uh, less crime rate if you grew up in a traditional yeah. uh, family. Um, so why do they want to break that up? The answer is because they want you to be reliant on the government. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're in a family, you're probably you're probably a little better off. You have a support system. You don't rely on the government for everything. So they don't want that. They want you to rely on them because that's how they get more power. Yeah, so break so up those families. So they want to attack Christianity. They want to attack religion. They want to attack the family unit because they don't want you to rely on God. They don't want you to rely on your family. They mm-hmm. want you to rely on them because that's the power. And with power comes money. So yep. that's that's what it's all about. And it's right there in front of you. You just have to open your eyes and you'll see it. Yeah, you got to think logically. You'll see it. Okay, next. Is it me? Yeah. Uh, how can you promise our kids will get a fair education? Good question. So what does that mean, fair education? What that means is I don't want your stupid liberal teachers and your stupid liberal teachers union to indoctrinate my child with a bunch of safe space, tree-hugging, snowflake crap. I don't want it. I don't want want, my kids indoctrinated with that. I want my kids to go to school and learn math and history and science. There's no reason for politics to be involved in my child's education. There's no space for that. I want my kids to learn real history, not sugar-coated crap that you feed them, not, um, you know, stuff that you've 
uh, changed or washed to be what you want it to be. I don't want your opinion. I want no. fact. I don't Straight want you to tell history. me that America was responsible for 9-11. Or I want you to, you know what? I want my kid to say the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. Gosh, yes. I miss saying the Pledge of Allegiance. I want school. my kid to be able to pray. I don't I don't need any of this, you know, oh, if you're a Christian, you're not allowed to, to practice your religion in school. But if you're a Muslim and you want to get down on your knees, sure, go ahead. But if you're a Christian, you can't. But we have to, we have to, we're okay with people wearing burqas in school, right? Because we don't want, we don't want to infringe on whatever it is. We don't want to infringe on their religion. Yeah. But if they open a Bible, they'll get freaking expelled. Outrageous. You know, I went to, this is kind of off topic, but I, when I went to France while I was in high school and I stayed with an exchange student who was a Muslim immigrant. Which is really weird. So, Muslim immigrant living in France. Well, that's not weird because France allows anybody anything in their country. But their school system was set up where there was no religion allowed whatsoever. So, not only did that mean no Christianity, but it meant every Muslim woman that showed up to, or student, female that showed up to class, had to remove their hijab before they were allowed to enter the school. There could not be any display of religion whatsoever. And I thought that was really interesting because you're taking the whole religious component out of school altogether. Uh, I, I don't believe we should take No, I don't believe school, that you should either. But it's like here in the United States, it's like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Get, up, get down on your knees and pray. But no Christianity whatsoever. Whereas over there, it was no religion at all. It's a weird paradigm. All right. Number seven, which ties into number six. Number seven is what do you have against God? Yeah. What, what, what do you... What do you, what's your true, you know, they booed yeah. a, a prayer at the Democratic National Convention. They booed. Yeah. They booed God. Like, like watching those conventions last time was just, it was like such a stark contrast between them because you have like, you're watching the Republican debates or whatever and it's like people are praying together and they're being respectful and they're listening to all of that and then all of a sudden you go and you watch the DNC and they're like talking and causing a ruckus and chanting against religion it's just it's weird yeah all right number eight what makes you different from all of the people who've tried to push these policies before we've seen socialist policies pushed in other countries and guess what they've all failed miserably so what makes your ideas any different from the ideas we've already seen very good question. question. Yep. Number nine. Number nine. How are you not incentivizing illegal border crossing? Right. You give everything away for free. And there's no legal ramifications for coming here. Why aren't people going to come here? They're just going to come They have gross. no answer for that question, by the way. Yeah. They have no answer for that. No they, answer They yet. just say, well, they won't. That's okay. <laughs> not true. Sure. And a fat person won't take an extra piece of cake, right? Like, yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Number ten. Uh, why do you want this? I can answer, but why do you want people to be so dependent on the government? What makes you better than religion? What makes you better than the family unit? What makes you better than corporate America? Mm-hmm. Right? You can't say you're less corrupt because we've certainly seen a healthy amount of corruption in the government. Well, yeah, and if you have one person doing all of this, there's definitely corruption. Right. So that's, those are those are ten questions that won't be asked tonight, but probably should. There's a million other questions we could have listed here, but we didn't. Um, I, I don't know. 
I always get so frustrated when we talk about this stuff. You know that? Oh, I know. Then you need some time to decompress. I just, I, but the good news is, is you got football. I got up. football. I can't wait. You're so um, excited. I am excited. I love football season. It's, it's fun. I don't like that they're, you know, the the sports is the one thing that we can all come together on. It is. It's a it's a big unifying thing, right? It's like I might hate you and everything you stand for, but damn it, we're both Cleveland Indians fans, or mm-hmm. we're both whatever, right? Like, so we can join together in that. But yeah. now they're politicizing sports so damn much that they're even taking that away from us, which yeah, really is like, annoying. Leave the sports alone. I really wish they would, but they won't. They won't no. because all of these corporations feel like they need to bow down to the SJWs. And the, the reason is, is because conservatives won't stand up and fight on the same level that these people do. Yep. We're, we're too busy being good people and we need, maybe it's time we stop. Maybe yeah. it's time we stop being the better people and we start fighting on the level that these people do. Because I tell you, the minute we start doing that, we're going to take this country back. That, that they, They're not going to be able to fight us. If we, yeah. if we go as low as they do, they would never be able to win. They wouldn't. Yeah, it's Their true. ideologies would break apart the minute we stood up and said, this all sounds ridiculous, yeah. right? But we won't. So, and that's unfortunate because we should. Um, one thing I, I want to do before we leave, before we quit, before we quit, before we <laughs> sign off, <laughs> before but, we end today's before podcast. we end today's episode is I want to talk about something hilarious. So, do I like funny? Um, there is a new board game. Did you know this? What? There's a new board game. <gasps> it is called Ms. Monopoly. What is That's right, Ms. This? Monopoly. So you're like, what is Ms. Monopoly? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you what Ms. Monopoly is, okay? So Ms. Monopoly is, I'm, I'm trying to find the rules, okay? Um, it celebrates women's empowerment, oh. okay? Which is very important that we do that, right? Because women aren't equal in our mythical fantasy world that we live in. Um, in Ms. Monopoly, female players will get more money. That's the truth. So as you pass go... Okay, females are given forty dollars more Monopoly money than males. So if you are a lady, you get forty extra dollars. Why? Why is? Oh, this? why? Because there's a gender pay cap, of course, and this turns that gender pay cap right on its heels, buddy, by making men feel like women feel in the real world. But they also say it's worth noting here that the game's creators seem to assume, seem to assume that there's only two genders. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There's even problems with Miss Monopoly. How dare they? How dare they How make dare, me identify you know as a woman? We need to create a petition to get these people, we need to get this game taken right off the market, assuming that there's only two genders. What if I identify as something else? Non-binary. Well, sure. Well, then what are you going to do? I, I How much don't more know. money do I get for that? Gosh, I can only imagine. By the way, the pay gap is imaginary. Yeah. Just in case you were wondering, it's imaginary. Yeah, because okay. uh, at my work, everything's pretty yeah. regimented. You all make exactly the same thing. That's right. Um, <laughs> so why is there a pay gap? Because women do different jobs than men. That's, that's, that's why. Because yeah, tr- you have a lot more men in STEM-related fields than you do in women, so therefore you have more men making more money than right. women. That's why. That's honestly why. Yeah, women tend to do like clerical type positions where you're where the men are in development and IT and yeah, I work all in IT. Stuff. Very few women in our department, and I um, work in a clerical office, and there's a crap ton of women. And I make what double? 
as, yeah, you basically make double what I do, but I carry the better insurance, so. Is it still double or is it even more than that now? No, it's still double. No, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I make double what you do, but, again, I work in IT and you, no offense. I don't, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I've got better things coming, so. You do, but we can't talk about that. No, we can't. Um, so, that's that, but, but what I'm saying there is not to compare the two of us. Obviously, yeah. we are a family, so our money is one. What I'm trying to do is compare the different levels of job, right? Yeah. I, you know, a project manager um, who meets with the CEO and does all that stuff is probably going to make more than somebody who pushes a button every day. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And it makes perfect sense. Because Logical the risk sense. and the reward is a lot different, right? Yeah. If I'm pushing a button every day, the amount of you know, risk I have associated with that job is... Not very much. When I'm managing $100,000 to a million dollar projects, I'm now playing with a million dollars of the company's money. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a little bit riskier if a project fails and I'm called to the carpet for why we pushed forward on that project. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then pushing a button every day and costing the company $1,000 if I make a wrong push of a button. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a little different. It's the risk and reward thing, right? You're yeah. paid more for higher risk jobs. If I work on scaffolding and I could fall and die, I'm probably going to make more money than somebody who sits at a desk and types Word documents all day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? And I probably should be paid more. Yeah. But that is why there is a pay gap. Yeah. However, people who do the same job typically... Make the same money. Yeah, or if around. You, if you have two, you have a man and a woman doing the exact same job at the exact same company, chances are they're going to make around the same thing depending on how far apart they started. Like, one could work there for 12 years and one could just be starting. I wouldn't expect the two of those to be making the exact same amount of As money. they shouldn't be. So, obviously, there there's going to be a pay gap, but it's not a pay gap based on gender. It's a pay gap based on experience. Exactly. So, uh, that's that's just is what it is, okay? Um, it's not real. So Ms. Monopoly um, is a thing. Are they actually producing that or is it a concept? No, I, hold on. Production date. Just type that. Uh, okay. Um, this this is really high level radio. Oh, it is. It's pretty awesome. Uh, okay. Look at that. Oh, wait, no, that's the Monopoly game. No, it's on sale at Target right now. For $19.99. For nineteen ninety nine. Oh my gosh! I kind of want to get this game just so I can make fun of it. No, I don't. This is, <laughs> I don't want to support that. This is outrageous. Yeah. Can I like review this? Oh my gosh! You should negative review. Do you th- oh look one star. Oh, one star. Two people have reviewed it. <laughs> oh, I have to sign in. Oh man. Do I even have an account? All right, we'll do this later. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so you know what? Go to your local, whatever, Amazon, Walmart, Target, and review Ms. Monopoly and tell them what you think of the imaginary pay gap. Um, all right. Is that it for us today? I think so. I think so too. We got to get off here to go watch some football. That's and right. And to record these debates. And I would recommend that you do the same. Don't watch the debates. Don't waste your time. No. Watch the clips or come listen to us over the weekend. We'll get you caught up. Yeah, we will. Gotcha. Monopoly for millennials. It's $150. Holy man. All right. Well, everyone. Stop getting distracted. Now he's like looking at all the different types of Monopoly games. Okay, I'm I'm down a rabbit hole. This is only, (laughs) oh, I thought that said $20. Anyways. All right, everyone. Uh, You got anything else? No. All right. Have a good rest of your night. 
and week, and we'll we'll talk to you again this weekend.